iPod Lediat i Johnny Knievel. With Da. Good evening to you as well. And welcome to the Geordie Knievel's third podcast. Well, we've had hundreds of downloads over the last couple of weeks. Um, we had many more downloads on the very first one, which was kind of a practice run. The second one was much funnier, but less people have listened to it, which I can understand. So we're going to have some more fun this week. Please share the podcast as much as you can, family, friends, social media. Maybe down the line we'll be able to get a sponsor where we can earn more money for Macmillan Cancer Care. Don't forget we're doing this for Macmillan Cancer Care. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Ride Cymru 2019. And also you can visit our Just Given site, which is www.justgiving.com slash Cymru 2019. And also, if you do visit the page after listening to the podcast, please put on podcast and the name of the writer that you're supporting, or just podcast. Anyway, Luke, how's your week been? I've been fine. Fine? Yeah. Okay. Are you being stopped in the street yet and asked, are you the, the, the lad of the uh, podcast, the famous Jordi Knievel podcast? Well, I've been stopped in the street outside of Greg's. Oh, brilliant. Only because I dropped my pen. Oh, all right. Some woman was giving it back. Oh, well, there's this time yet, Luke. There's time yet. I know. <laughs> anyway, just so you know, me and Luke, we normally take some time off work and college on a Wednesday and Thursday to do this. And we're recorded in my bedroom. Uh, so we sit beside the bed with the whole bed covered in papers and notes, and we totally disregard them all, more or less. Anyway, if you hear a dog bark, dark in the, a bug dark, a dog bark in the background, then it's probably because when the dogs barked. There's no sound effects needed around here, I tell you. Anyway, we've got a full week this week, and we're going to go straight into this week's top countdown of riders for Ride Company 2019. A late entrant at number 52 is Alan Waite, Newport. He's otherwise known as the Gwent Knievel. Number 51 is Tim Brown from Wrexham. And in at number 50, Terry Jones. I wonder if it's the Terry Jones. We'll soon find out. He's from Great Sutton. Number 49 is Stuart Zackett from Kimnall Bay. And in at 48, we have the one and only Stuart Dykes from Prestwick, known all over Scotland as the Ayrshire Knievel. Number 47 is Richard Davies from Sheffield. He's one half of the evil C90 duo. And in at number 46, Ray Norcott of Birkenhead. Number 45 is Nigel Richard from Rill. He's our first Rill Knievel to ever take part in the event. Flying in at 44, we have Nigel Lomas of Hartford. He's one of our Southeast England Knievels. 
Number 43 is Nicola Davies, also from Sheffield. Is the other half of the Evil C90 duo. Roaring in at number 42, Michael Speechley from Rottenstall. I know where Rottenstall is. Most of my family come from Rottenstall. Yeah, I bet I you didn't know that. I you should know that because that's that. most of your family as well. Uh-huh. Never mind. Come on, onwards. Number 41 is Mark Reilly from Langochlan, the first Langochlan Knievel. Really? Yeah. Oh, right. And number 40, Malcolm Preston, another Langochlan, our second Langochlan Knievel. It's a tongue twister, that one. <laughs> number 39 is Lisa Doggett, or Dodger, I don't know how to say your name, from Telford, and she's a Knievel S. In a 38, Kieran Bleach from Abigelli. Number 37 is Kevin Bilton from Harlow, our second Southeast England Knievel. Flying in from the northeast at number 36, another new starter, it's Kia Harper, the son of me and brother of you. Yeah, I was about to say, you're forgetting something there. Number 35 is John Pierce from Bulkwin. And number 34, flying in there at the last moment, it's Jason Dodgett. Or Doggett, we're not sure. But you're from Telford, and you are a second Telford Knievel. Number 33 is Graham Edwards from Mochdre. Good effort, I think. <laughs> Number 32, Eddie Howarth from Al Amul. Al. Al. Um, from Wales. <laughs> Number 31 is Dewey Rowlands from Bangor. You get the easy ones, Luke. Number 30, we have David Leader from Langochlan. He's our third Langochlan Knievel. Number 29 is Cordelia Beardsmore f- from Telford, a third Telford Knievel and another Knievel S. Ben Reilly flies in at number 28 from Langochlan, our fourth Langochlan Knievel. Number 27 is Becky Potter, Cardiff, our first Cardiff Knievel S. Roaring in there, top speed at number 26, it's Andy Perrin from Warrington. And number 25 is Amy Edwards from Mochdre again. Again, another again, good effort. a second one. Another good effort. That's down from 52 to number 25. So we'll be doing the top 24 over the next two weeks. Hello to you all and good luck. Now then, the time that you all wait for every week. It's time for... Joke of the Week! Right then, Luke, a mate of mine, he went to the doctors. He said to the doctor, every time I fart, it sounds like a Honda motorbike. Really? Yeah. (laughs) The doctor told him, pull your pants down and bend over. As he did, he farted, and sure enough, it sounded just like a Honda motorbike. It's a bit strange. The doctor immediately got up and he says to him, I know what the problem is, you've got an abscess up your bum. The guy said, what? Surely an abscess can't make my fart sound like a Honda. And the doctor said, didn't you know, abscess makes the fart go Honda. Right then, Luke, remind everyone why we're doing this ride. Well, we're doing this ride for Macmillan Cancer Care, and it's to raise as much as money as possible for them. And our target this year is £10,000, of which I believe we've raised well over of £2,600. To donate any money for Macmillan Cancer Support and to show your support for 
all of the riders who are doing the event this year, just go to www.justgiving.com slash Cymru2019 and put the name of the rider you want to support down along with your donation. And if you heard about it in the podcast, write the word podcast. Oh, look, the phone's ringing. The phone's ringing. Hang on, hang on. Oh, it says CIA. Caller ID. Look, look. It doesn't. Oh, yeah, it does. Oh, oh no. Oh, what have I done? Oh, I better answer it. Better answer it. Hello? Paul speaking? You're the most amazing guy. Oh, um, thank, thank you very much. Is that, is that Donald Trump? Yes. Oh, right. Um, well, how can I help you? I've been watching you for the last couple of weeks. Oh, um, have you been listening to the podcast? Yes. Ah, so are you calling me about the ride Cymru 2019? Yes. So are you wanting to take part? I, th- I thought you'd be a really, really busy man, you know? I have really nothing better to do. Oh, right. Okay, well, unfortunately, all the slots are filled for 2019. Um, I could put you on a waiting list. I'm really rich. I'm sure you are, but there's no spaces. There's 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 nothing I can do. You're fired. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure you you, you can fire me from uh, Ride Company. False and fake. It's all fake news. Fake news. You are fake news. It's true, Donald. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, how did you get my number? Maybe the intelligence agencies. Oh, um, that's reassuring. Um, anyway. I'm going to have to go, but but I will include you in the next podcast. At least you'll, you'll have played some part. Okay? Thank you. Thank you very much. That's really nice. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Donald. Goodbye. I love you. Dad, quick, hang up. Phew. <laughs> well, that was an unexpected look. Um, I'm not sure what I think about that. Well, anyway, uh, I think we'd better get on with the show. Yes, I agree. Let's go. And now it's time for our guest of the week. Chris Carlin, our Rider right. of the Week. How are you doing, Chris? Doing all right, thank you. And you too? I'm fine, mate. Thank you very much. Um, Cheshire Knievel. Is that, is that right? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. there used to be, uh, used to be four of us. Uh, Tom was having his, and his wife Karen are having a bit of a rest this year. Yeah. Uh, so it's me and my son, Alex. Yeah. Alex. Good, good. So, how did you first get started with Ride Cymru? How did you hear about them? Um... Bit, of a, bit of a weird one, really. Uh, my son, Alex, had just uh, just gone up to a big bike, um, ER6 at the time, and he rang me, and I remember it like it was yesterday, and he said, hey, Dad, Dad, I'm doing a, a ride, a charity ride. Huh? I said, oh, I. He says, yeah, it's a 1,000 miles. <laughs> and uh, bearing in mind, he'd only, he hadn't been very far. He'd been round and round our local town and the odd trip. Yeah. So straight away, the um, protective dad says, oh, no, you're not doing that. And he says, Dad, Dad, look at the website, look at the website. So I looked at it and I was hooked straight away. I, said, I thought, I'm doing it. I am doing it. Uh-huh. Several reasons. It looked brilliant. 
and uh, I could keep an eye on him as well. And uh, you know, if any bags broke down, we could uh, see what we could do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was it. Um, so a few months later, we turned up at Chirk, and there was uh, what, 12, 14, 15 of us. I didn't know anybody. Made an effort, introduced ourselves, and uh, five one of the best five days of my life. Really, it was just um, absolutely amazing. It was really, it's really. It's a full cool. on five yeah. days, isn't it? Sorry, really. it's a really full on five days. Oh God, yeah. I think the beauty of it is that you don't know what to expect because everyone's been out for a ride in Wales. Uh, you know, some do twenty miles, some do hundred, two hundred. But what they do is then they put the bike away. Yeah. And they might go out the weekend after, or the weekend after this. So the beauty of this is you have a really testing. The first day is um, very, very testing. Uh, and then the next day, you're doing it all again. And again, and again, <laughs> and again. And it's silly because uh, come the second and third days, you know, we just we start off again and we just look at each other with stupid grins on our faces. <laughs> and it's like, we get to do it all again. It's How such an eye-opener. I'd only ever been on a day trip to Rill. That was the only time I'd been to Wales, apart from a football match oh. at Wrexham. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, so right. Oh. Every hour of every day. What, yeah. what was that? Yeah. Well, Sorry. you know, I'll say Barbara's to the people that are... plates in the kitchen, I think. Sorry. Yeah. I'll say to the people <laughs> that are, uh, are going to do it, even if you're from Wales, believe me, you will yeah. see parts of Wales you've never, ever seen before. Yeah. And that's the beauty of going with this organised event that's been... Uh, Fine-tuned and fine-tuned by uh, by Jason, who does a fantastic job. That's an awful uh, I mean, even this, even this uh, this Sunday just gone, uh, we we were out at seven o'clock in uh, his village, and we drove we rode all the way down to Aberystwyth. Bearing in mind that before, you know, there's ten bikes, fifteen bikes, twenty bikes, but now fifty odd bikes. Um, logistically, you know, refueling, feeding everyone, parking, make sure it's safe. So we did the. Uh, the Aberystwyth North trip. Right. Um, brilliant, yeah. Loved it, loved it. I could have just carried on and just done 1,100 miles and just carried on. And, but um, one <laughs> of the side problems... I'm looking forward to seeing Port Meiran. Oh, yeah. that Well, I can't believe he's, uh, he's, he's managed to get a gig in Port Merion, which is an amazing place. Uh, I should imagine a few people have been there before, but definitely in for a, a visual treat. And we're stopping there for, a, for an hour. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a that's a really good gig. Can't believe he's got that. Looking forward to it. I've never been. Oh yeah, it's worth uh, just beforehand. Um, just Google it. Just get a bit of background to uh, mm. find out what Port Merion's about, and uh, you'll have some idea. Yeah. yeah. So apart from Port Merion, what's mm. your favourite part of the ride, Cymru? Do you know the amount of people have said to me, "What's your favourite part?" or "What's your favourite day?" Um, it's the whole thing, really. Yeah. It's the whole thing. The first day is a big test. I mean, if you've if you've not ridden off road, or you've ridden a little bit, it's um it's hundreds and hundreds <laughs> and hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of um of tracks, really. Um, yeah. So believe me, if you uh, if you get through the first day, it's a baptism of fire. I think um, the the one place stands out for me was I'm not even sure mm-hmm. which day it was because it's all in a blur. We went to the Welsh language centre. Oh, yeah, it was on yeah, the side that's... of a mountain, or like Slate yeah. Mountain. And I didn't yeah. have a clue where we're going. And you go through the down the side of this mountain, and there's this little village and visitor yeah. centre with amazing views. 
Well, it's funny you should mention that because I'd actually forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an amazing place. And you go down there and you've got enough time just to just to uh, find out about the history. And, um, you know, t- I don't know, three, four hundred years ago, the, the sailing ships used to come in there mm-hmm. and they'd take the granite. Um, yeah. And there was, I don't know, one, two hundred people. And they would just slave away, just cutting these granite sets that would yeah. then in turn go all the way around the world. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, even just the hill going down and coming yes. back up it. That's it what was, I remember. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, that, that was a, a test in itself sort of thing, right? But um, yeah. for me, so the first day is a big test. Um, well, that's the most difficult part of the ride, really, because yeah, you're straight yeah. into, straight yeah, into the, the real first... back lanes. Yeah, the first time we did it, it rained all day, and that was. I think there was a, a few of us were being a bit mutinous, and we we were going to go <laughs> over. And, and Jason says, "No, look, stick with it, stick with it." Um, yeah. So, and then the, all the other four days. See, the thing is, it's a funny time of year. You might have five dry days, uh, a few rainy days, sort of thing. So, I'd say to the newbies, you know, take the right gear if you've got leggings, that type of thing. But more, most importantly, take some spare gloves. If you can manage two or or three pairs of gloves, tuck them away um, because you might have a rainy day in the morning. And then if you've got sodden gloves all day long, it it can get a bit tiring. It's a miserable miserable slog. Yeah. Yeah. um, Plenty carrying capacity. Yeah. But the third day, then, that's the longest day. Because what's happened, you've, you've had the initial enthusiasm. Uh, but and then the second day, the third day, you are getting tired. Possibly have a bit of a hangover, um, <laughs> and then you go all the way. Literally, I think you know you set off at nine o'clock, and you might be getting into your room about eight o'clock at night. Um, and also, as well, it's a long day. That last run into Aberystwyth, yeah. um, it is it is tiring. It's it's relatively fast compared to the rest of it as well. Yeah, uh, but it does get a bit cold as well. So what I'd say to people is. Uh, Take something you can just wrap up just around your neck type of thing. Just keep yourself warm on that last stretch into Aberystwyth. Yeah. And then um, the next day, Aberystwyth, well, you've got like a few A roads, seaside towns. It, that's that's your treat, really, that is. Um, up through Porth Maddock around there. It's just like normal roads, really. Beautiful, beautiful area, though. Oh, God. Oh, gorgeous. Like, yeah. yeah. Down, like, down the yeah. back of the Great Orme. That's Aberystwyth, isn't it? No, uh, no, 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 no. That's uh, that's after Hollyhead. Uh, it's coming onto the uh, back onto the uh, onto the mainland. That is, uh, where, but that's a the... treat in itself because it's Bank Holiday Monday, and there are thousands of people. Oh, they in, have the uh, Victorian in, day, don't yeah, they, or something. In Landud, no, yeah, Landud, no, that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. We're definitely the circus that comes to town, you know. And, it, and, and next year, fifty of us. Wow, that's just amazing. That is. We're going to need uh, quite a big space on the seafront there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the beauty of it. Jason spends a lot of time, a lot of time that none of us ever see, really. Yeah, and he yeah. researches it to death, and he makes it spot on. Uh, it's really yeah. good. But anyway, I'll, I'll tell Chris... you about. I'll tell you about a moment that I had. Oh. Uh, oh, I think I was the back marker on it's about two years ago on the first first day and we were doing all the lanes mm-hmm. and like I say you've got hundreds of miles of these uh, these paths anyway I messed it up a bit my front wheel dug in next thing I know I'm sort of heading towards this ditch yeah luckily because it had been raining it was really muddy so the impact wasn't hard and I was the back marker so I leapt off my bike and I thought 
who's going to come and get me? You know, it just dawned on me. So I looked up and the last bike was just, well, the bike in front of me was just going around the left-hand bend. Yeah. I think it might have been you. I'm not, not sure about that. I, this was uh, don't, don't quote me on that. It was 2016, yeah. I think. Yeah. All right. Okay. So suddenly I'm thinking, I'm by myself. What am I going to do? I'm, I'm by myself, dressed as Evil Knievel, in the middle of <laughs> a God knows where. So I thought, oh, that's all right. I can do this. So I, I strived tried to get me bike, but it was just sinking in the water. So I thought, right, okay. I'll have to take a picture because nobody's going to believe this. Yeah. So thankfully I took a picture. And then I took my uh, side boxes off. I thought I'd try and, uh, try and get the bike out, but it wasn't happening. So I stood up and I thought, middle of, the mo- middle of nowhere. Well, I'll tell you what, next minute this quad bike comes along from nowhere <laughs> um, with this young farmer on it. And he looked at me as if to say, <laughs> what the hell are you doing dressed like that? Where the hell have you come from, you know? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, great lads. We we got the bike out. Yeah. Uh, of course, I was concerned about my forks bent and my wheels damaged, how much plastics are broken. So I tried my bike. Anyway, thankfully, all the mud had absorbed it. And um, I was at that chuff that my bike was still going because yeah. when you come off, you have visions about, oh, God, I'm gonna ask, how am I going to get my bike 300 miles home sort of thing. Exactly. Like. Yeah. So I caught everyone up. And uh, due to the, the uh, drop-off system, which works excellently, Every junction, there was people waiting for us. And uh, I had this stupid grin on my face. <laughs> and my, my son, Alex, says to me, he says, I can't believe this. He says, you fell off. And you're laughing your head off and you're dead happy. I says, uh, I, I, I'm just happy. I'm just happy that I, I can keep going, <laughs> you know. And, um, you know, clean my bike off. And, you know, there wasn't one bit of damage. It was I was fine, very, wasn't very it? fortunate. Yeah. 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 So apart from that, what is your most evil moment on a bike and did you mean to do it or not well i think that was it really that, that was your evil moment <laughs> but um a very good uh good night was uh in carnarvon um it was just just the right place the right town uh we had a few drinks and we ended up doing karaoke yeah and there was about uh eight of us singing uh various queen songs and uh <laughs> Uh, that, that's that what it's all about you, you get through the hard yeah. slog of the day and you deserve the treat on a night time and uh, yeah. we definitely yeah. do that and, and the thing is i tell you what I like as well is because I've done it a few years now is seeing the excitement of the, the people that start you know the they're ignorant about what they're doing sort of thing. And, and as the day progresses, you know, they, you can see them like, think, wow, this is amazing. And they're realising just what a challenge it is. Yeah, and, and then um, And then at the end of it, you know, when we have the after-the-show show party sort of thing, like, you know, they're, they're just buzzing because it's, it's, it's dawned on them that they've done things that they would never, ever do. Yeah. Um, unless you actually went abroad and, you know, went to Italy or something like this, you wouldn't do this sort wouldn't of miles. kind of roads. Uh, no. uh, and another thing is, due to, you know, Facebook and social media, you might not see people for for a, for a year. Uh, and you walk up, it's like, all right, mate, how are you doing? You know, and you've, you've an idea what they've done over the year. And it might have been a year, but it feels like it's been a week. Yeah, type of thing, definitely. You know, you know, and I, what I would suggest to people is just, when you get there, you know, you might feel you're a bit coming late to the party type of thing, but just talk to people, yeah, you know, definitely. just talk to them, even if it's about bikes or whatever, and you will make friends, and you will, I'll tell you what, in the week, you probably get wet, us bikers, yeah, we do that, I guarantee you might get wet, but I guarantee you'll smile for a week, we'll you'll have, have a, a lot, a lot of laughs, yeah. and, and there's every chance you'll make good friends that you'll uh, that you'll keep for the rest of your life. 
you know. I've got one last question. Oh, yeah. The whole ride, five days. Which yeah. is your favorite cafe? Which is the best food? Oh, um. Oh, you got me there. Uh, I just threw that one in. Sorry. I think it's probably the Welsh language speaking centre down there. Right. Because you can go down there. Um, yeah, I think that, because visually you look out of there, and some of them are in towns and things like that or on the seaside, but there you get a great view. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think that uh, answers your question. I think there, I remember yeah. having a scone there. Sorry? Nice. I think I remember having a scone at the oh, right, language yeah. centre. Yeah. yeah, that was very nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. right, well, time's oh. up. Time's oh, up, thank you very much. Oh, just one top tip oh, of the day, right? Come, You've got to tell on. all the newbies, right? Yeah. That what's the important thing is at the end of the day, okay? Yeah. Uh, they've got to buy. They've got to offer to buy a beer for the guy at the front and the guy at the back. And the guy doing the podcast. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Uh, the Geordie podcast people. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right then. I, I totally agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> Thanks very all much, right, Chris. Then. All See right. Hey, well mate. done for do, well well doing for, do, for doing all this. It's a uh, it's a good it's a good laugh. It's it's, it's a right. good laugh at this end as well. Thanks, mate. Uh, Take all right, care. Okay. Bye bye. Well, that was great. Thanks, Chris Carlin. Just gonna have a sip of my tea. Uh, Luke, where's what? my cup gone? I don't know. I've not touched it. Look, it's me evil can evil one. Barbara got us. Where, the... Where's it gone? It's probably done a jump off of something. It can't just disappear. Ugh, never mind. You better listen up, because now it's time for... Tip of the Week! Right, my tip of the week this week, without telling anybody how to suck eggs, um, let's quickly talk about riding on single-track back lanes, day one and day three in particular. Uh, my tip would be, when you're, down, when you're coming down these lanes, for those who haven't had much experience, um, is either you keep to the left or the right of the lane. If you do happen to drift into the centre for any reason, um, I would say back brake, engine braking, but under no circumstances, touch that front brake. So that's my advice this week, is keep off that front brake when we're on them back single track country lanes. Thanks for that, Jason. Very good advice, believe me. Right, Luke, I was listening to a podcast because I thought I should do some research on podcasts. And I was listening to the great Danny Baker and Gary Lineker, their podcast. I can't remember what it's called, but it's great. Anyway, they're sponsored by AO.com. You know, AO. Yeah. Let's go. I know I know the company. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they're very good. And I'm sure they're probably giving Gary Lineker and Danny Baker quite a lot of money. And I was thinking, well, maybe we should be aiming for getting sponsorship i mean i know we don't have the three million listeners and things like that but 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 that's just discrimination isn't it i mean i mean it's for a good cause it's for mcmillan cancer care i get so, it's for a good cause but we're not quite at that stage yet no but i think if we've got someone on board to sponsor us i mean then the sky's the limit really for them isn't it i mean they, they could make millions of us thousands but, Thousands. Th- thousands at a well, push. Thousands at a start. That'll do. Maybe even a few quid for the local paper shop. Yeah. Get your papers delivered from... Geordie Knievel. And Sons. Hmm? Yeah. Anyway. 
over the last few years since Ride Company started, Jason's idea, um, we've raised over £48,000 for McMillan Cancer Care and hopefully another £10,000 this year. So if anyone is interested in in sponsorship, they can be mentioned on, on all the podcasts, they can be mentioned on Facebook, Twitter, basically everyone I ever meet from your whole life I'll mention. Mm. If it gets money for a good cause, then we'll do it. We'll do it. And, and we'll do anything, basically, look, won't we? Well, well you, you'll do anything, I'll sit I'll, and laugh. You, you'll just laugh, right, yeah. yeah. Well, there'll be nothing different there, will there? No. Anyway, let's move on, and now we have... Round and round, round and wheels it goes, where he stops, nobody knows. It's Jason Lewis. Right then, hopefully we can catch Jason now. Um, he might be in the valley, he might be out on off the coast, or he might be up a mountain. How How's the reception, Jason? How are you, Paul? I'm okay. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, what's that I can hear in the background? <laughs> well, well, hiya, Jordy Knievels. Um, firstly, before I reveal where I have travelled to today, um, it's great to be back on the Right Company podcast. These weeks are flying. Episode three already. Yeah. And only another 21 episodes before we start Right Company. So, oh, my goodness. So, well done. Um, right. This week, I'm following the theme of my previous two location features. And I have travelled many miles southwest <laughs> to where we will be having our lunch stop on our day three. Right. And I am at the port of Pembroke. Uh, namely, I am at the town of Pembroke Dock. Right. And uh, it's quite a foggy Pembroke Dock as I stand looking out over the Clether estuary. Do the uh, seagulls follow you everywhere? <laughs> they do, yeah, they do. <laughs> I'm, a bit, I'm a bit like Eric Cantor at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can no doubt hear the fog on in the distance, warning the shipping traffic of the tankers. Yes. And the ferries back into two islands. It's a, it's a fairly busy stretch of water here. Yeah. Anyway, to run through, to run through day three prior to, arri- prior to arriving here, we depart the market town of Carmarthen where we'll be starting day three, courtesy of the Carmarthen Town Mayor, uh, from Lammas Street in the town centre at 9am. Yep. We then follow the course westward in general, zigzagging north and southward, to pass the villages of San Stefan and Lahan, whose famous residence was the poet Dylan Thomas. All right. Go gentle into that good night, Geordie. Do we go through Milkwood? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> We continue west, passing the world-famous Pendine Sands, where so many world-record speed attempts have been held over the years. Yeah. And then we arrive at the beautiful seaside town of Tenby for 11 a.m. Beautiful. We have had, uh, we've had great coverage uh, in the past week uh, with the local newspaper, the Tenby Observer. Um, there again, they will be running another feature just before our event, uh, just to let people know of our arrival. Um, usually, uh, a brief stop will be on Tenby Quayside. It's going to be very well attended in 2019. Uh, quite frankly, uh, we're going to need a bigger key. Yeah. So, uh, extreme caution this year for our annual group pick. <laughs> um, continuing westward, we'll follow the Pembrokeshire Coast National Park. Um, we reach a beautiful stretch of sandy beach at Freshwater West. 
Um, we usually stop there for five minutes. It's uh, I think a Harry Potter film was filmed there a few years ago. Right. Um, the scenery abruptly ends there as we reach the uh, industrial oil and gas refineries of this area. Yes. Um, obviously, Milford Haven, Pembroke Dock. I've got some deep coastal waters and all the oil and gas tankers come here from abroad. Mm-hmm. So, as said, that's where I am now. I am in Pembroke Dock and um, we'll arrive here 1 p.m. on day three of the five-day event. This will be on Saturday, May the 4th. Um, previous years, we've always stopped a few miles down the road at Pembroke Town. Yeah. But with this year's event being considerably larger, uh, we've moved a little further northward to Pembroke Dock so we can facilitate better parking, uh, better refueling for all the bikes, and a better ability to get all of our Sixty-summary crevels sped within the hour. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. So, uh, Pembroke Sounds a few miles down the road. It's, it's, it's been a great venue for us in previous years, but in 2017, it was a battle to park 20 bikes on the high street and get everyone fed. Yeah. So, with six, so with 60 of us in 2019, it would have been impossible. So this is why we're now at Pembroke Dock. Sounds good. Um, I'm just looking out. I'm looking out over the Clare Estuary now as I'm talking to you. Um, our lunch stop is just a little further on. It's going to be at the Tesco supermarket in the town. Uh-huh. Um, that'll provide us with an ample parking. It's got a large fuel station, so all the bikes can get filled more swiftly. Yeah. Uh, we've got the option of a Tesco cafe for conventional food for everybody, or there's a McDonald's restaurant next door if people prefer food that their food a little faster. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we're here for about an hour uh, on the day, and then we'll be leaving Pembroke Dock. We cross over the large and impressive, impressive Cleddai Bridge. I know Geordie Knievel's a big bridge fan. I love my bridges. Well, we're told that this it will be toll-free for the first time ever in time for the 2019 event. So that's a that's a good bonus for us. Good timing. I, th- I think they just saw 60 bikes coming and thought, we, we can't wait that long. <laughs> well, get the money out of their pockets, take well, their gloves off. Well, it's probably saved me a few, Bob, because it was always me that paid for all the bikes. So I, I <laughs> didn't notice that on and in 2016. I was wondering, uh, I, but you know, I didn't mention it, obviously. <laughs> well, once we cross uh, on the other side of the Clare Estuary, we'll follow the perimeter route west via Nayland and Milford Haven, and then we finally get back to the outstanding Pembrokeshire Coast National Park. Outstanding scenery again with a, a brief stop at the smallest city in the UK, which is yep. St. David's. Yep. We reached there 4pm in the afternoon. For an ice cream. Stop there for an ice cream at yep. St. David's. Uh, we then continue on. Uh, obviously, day three is the second most demanding day of the five-day event around Wales. Only day one is more demanding. Um, yep. But day three has the, has the benefits of beautiful coastline to keep your mind content. Uh, well, as content as it can be. Uh, we reached Cardigan Town at 6pm. Again, for a, just for a brief stop, because this is when entrance are starting to be getting a little tired. Uh, we then continue north, hugging the coast, until we, f- we finally discover an A road, and we actually stay on it about 7.15pm. Oh, blessed. <laughs> you, <laughs> you might remember that last class to have us with. <laughs> Heaven. (laughs) (laughs) We finally reached Aberystwyth at 8pm with entrance having had a firm reminder that obviously 
it is an endurance event, and yet again, they've completed another day where their sponsorship and fundraising for McMillan has been well earned. Definitely. Yeah, I, re I recall a few years back having a well earned pint in Aberystwyth with later in the evening after our day three had been completed, and uh, we were explaining the event to a local mm -hmm. uh, and how we had started that day's journey from Carmarthen. And he, he replied, oh, you haven't come far then. He said, it's only, four, <laughs> he said, it's only 45 miles and an hour and a half away. <laughs> and we said, well, it, prob it probably is as the crow flies. Yes. <laughs> said, well, on our Perimeter of Wales route, it's 225 miles and yeah. over 10 hours. And Oh, is it? He said, I've, I've never been there that way. <laughs> <laughs> Why would so, you? <laughs> You'd have to be slightly mad. <laughs> so, so on... On that note, I will I will say goodbye from Pembroke Dock and back to Geordie Knievels in the Right Cymru studio. Thank you very much. We'll speak to you next week. Cheers, bud. Take Bye. care, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right, well, it's it's been fun again, hasn't it, Luke? It's been <laughs> fairly funny. Um, it's, it's quite a long podcast this week um, because we're too polite to tell people to stop talking. Yeah, I'm... We should really limit the amount of time. Oh, but it's great that people have got so much to say. It really is. Oh, yeah. It really is. It's better than trying to get stuff out of them. We'll love uh, every second of it. We'll love every second of it, yes. Yes, every... How many seconds is 40 minutes? Um, <laughs> Enough. Quite a lot. Uh, anyway, uh, my final bit of advice for you is... Remember to keep two chevrons apart. And don't forget, as always, to... Be evil for a good cause.